Mari Petronelli. I'm your host, usually. I'm with my two coworkers, Marcus Espinoza and Jose G. Hernandez. How are you doing? Thank you for having me, no. Mari. First time on the set. Thank you so much for being here, Jose. You are one of my favorite people. So we're going to keep things casual today, I'm thinking. Just, you know, so people who are listening kind of get to know who we are and what we mm. do and um, kind of explain what this podcast is. Marcus, I, I think you were an appraiser before Jose. Is that correct? Yes. By quite a few years. Yes. Yeah. But how did you get into appraisals? Um. Yeah, I was... I was in college, and um, when I was in college, I was an- answering an ad to the school paper, and it was asking for a uh, for someone to come on board as a you know doing light accounting work, and I respond, and I met with the person, and the person was a developer. That developer was um, developing in Long Beach. Um, he was an appraiser, he was a broker, and he was a B1 licensed contractor. Although he was those three things, he elected to go into investing, um, buying properties in Long Beach, converting them from five units down to four units. Um, this, as far as his appraisal um, background, he was an MAI, an SRA. As far as his broker experience, he was a CCIM. So he had all the credentials when it came down to uh, investing, and he picked it up from education, and I would listen to him in in the office. And the thing that he talked about more than anything was uh, his MAI. And so, you know, the more you talk about something, the more you value it. So he seemed like he valued the MAI thing. So I was thinking, oh, you know, that's where he got the bulk of his, his knowledge. So that's what I went after, and I got into appraising property and um and i loved it but before i got into appraisal i you know i went out um probably around 2000 i got my broker's license and um two about a year or two year after that i got my appraisal license and um started appraising property and looking at all different types of real estate assets and talking to different investors and um um, fell in love with it because it was so unique and there was so many different uh, different approaches in valuing real estate, and and different investors were doing in different things. You know, I remember, uh, gosh, you know, probably about ten years ago, um, or maybe was it a little bit more than that, where people were getting into creative office and how they were doing it. They were converting industrial buildings back then. Industrial was worth less than office. Office seems like it's the other way around today, but. Um, yeah, so you know, people were converting um, warehouses into office, and even churches into office, and you know, with the stained glass. So I got this, and that was one particular investor doing that. And then I had another investors that were doing multifamily, where they were, you know, um, you know, you know, relocating tenants, or you know, they were adding value, always trying to find ways to add value. And that's you know, I just found it fascinating, and that's how I got into the profession. So. You know, we all have our, we're all friends outside of this. With, yeah. We all have our personal relationships with each other. But um, I know that you and Jose have known each other for a long time. How did you guys meet? How are you guys now working together? Well, this takes me back to junior high. <laughs> well, actually, even before that, uh, I take that take that back. That takes me back to third grade, actually. Um, so in third grade, I 
develop a relationship with his neighbors and his cousin. And um, we became good friends and we became friends through, we got closer in, high, in junior high. And in junior high, uh, his older cousin would bring me around Jose's house and, you know, and, and, uh, and, you know, I knew of him, but didn't know him. And um, my younger sister, you know, very close to his older sister and, and they be, they're really good friends. They've been friends since probably, gosh, I don't know. Kindergarten. Kindergarten. So, um, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's more than family because, you know, family, you, you don't choose friends, you choose. So that makes it, you know, more, more fascinating. Um, so, um, and then we connected, uh, in when I was probably my first year in college and he was just finishing high school and he came over to my house cause he heard that I had a word processor and um and the word processor is a monitor with a uh, it was a monitor with a keyboard and i remember picking it up at circuit city or something i don't remember where and and he was you know before it was very few people that were typing on a word processor or even a computer they were more more doing it on a on a typewriter, typewriter. so he was like oh you know i can go to marcus's and i can make changes on this monitor and so he came over and he wrote his paper and um you know his his senior paper and and um that's from that point on that's when we started developing a relationship together Wait, so jose how did you get into you know appraisals in real estate <laughs> well that's a long little long story but i'm gonna try to keep it quick thank you yes so yeah back in uh, 2001 i started working full-time at the state but i was on a uh, temporary basis they call them permanent intermittent so in 2004, they, they laid me off for about three, four months, or 2005, one of those years. And in between that, those uh, three or four months I was laid off, um, I started working with Marcus, helping him out um, doing residential appraisals. And I was just doing some basic data data work. And um, in 2006 or seven, when we lost all our clients, um, I was still working at the state. So I was doing appraisals part-time throughout those uh, two or three years. And uh, 2000, and um, yeah, so I, you know, lost all the customers. I went, you know, I kept working at the state. And then in 2000, and I don't remember what year it was, 17 or 15 or something, I went back to, to school to finish my degree so I could get my um, bachelor's. And um, I didn't want to come back to work doing appraisals because um, until I actually had my degree and I was a little more uh, situated. But yeah, no, so I got into it through, through Marcus. Uh, at that point, Marcus was just doing strictly commercial. And uh, it was interesting. I found it interesting. I like the challenge, the different property types, the the income, the math part, how to, you know, calculating um, the value was very interesting to me. So working on different property types. But yeah. So yeah, it, it goes back. But I had a long break. Um, and then when I came back, I'm like, okay, I'm going to come back full time. At that point, I left the uh, state after 18 years. I don't know, I guess five, six, seven years later. And uh, yeah, I've been doing it full time since since then, though. No. Right. That's awesome. Yeah, it is really nice that you guys. So Ari, what about you? Tell us a little bit about you. I was a very young mother. And my primary focus for a very long time were my kids. Um. I was a single mom for quite a while, and uh, I, when my kids got into school, I was able to go to work, which was really exciting for somebody that's been staying home for 
oh gosh, I don't know, six, seven years. Um, but my first job uh, was a paralegal at like a boutique law firm and we did insurance claims. So oh, nice. it was really interesting and I love the law. I love, um, I love rules. And so it was really a good fit for a little bit until I um, kind of fell out of love <laughs> with <laughs> law. And uh, I started working with a girlfriend and she owns a company, a private aviation company. And it was, it was fun and it was interesting and every day was different. And I loved that. Um, but to, you know, I, I had a, kind of take my career more seriously. And I kind of fell into real estate. Actually, my friend Jack, who was on um, the podcast earlier, he kind of told me, he's like, are you would have a good personality for a real estate agent. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was inspired by that. I looked into it. I started taking classes. And um, sure enough, I became a real estate agent. I took classes and passed. And uh, it did take me one fail to pass that test, mm. but um, it was just one point off because they give you your score and it was painful. Uh, so I took it a few days later and I did it. And um, the thing I really love about real estate is that there are rules that you have to follow, but you could also be very creative about how to get around those rules. Yes. Uh, you know, that we were talking about, you know, rebuttals in appraisals yeah. um, and finding finding value in places where, you know, maybe the appraiser missed or maybe, I mean, just finding, um, just being creative in real estate, I think is probably one of my favorite things. Right. Yeah. No, that's, that's very interesting because, you know, I mean, the paralegal background, that def- definitely could transition into valuation because <clears throat> because in valuation, uh, we do a lot of work for, um, for litigation, for estate planning, uh, for a, a state tax and all that kind of falls in play on how to communicate with um, the other side, which is the client, the attorneys. Absolutely. So that um, right, yeah. Yeah, so one of the things that I really love, um, Marcus and I, our children were on the same baseball team and they we kind of had a traumatic experience with that baseball team and it kind of brought our families very close together. And our boys, um, they call each other cousins. I mean, your wife is one of my best friends, and you are also one of my best friends. And yes. um, uh, But so kind of working, we started working together, and I also kind of fell in love with valuation as well because it is, it is very precise, and there are rules, and there's reasons, and um, it kind of, I just, I love that structure of it, but it is really fascinating watch you guys, you know, do your thing and... Every day is also very different, which I kind of need just for myself. Right. And commercial valuation is just that. It's just where you, you know, you get involved and there's, you're working on a church one day and then you may be, and that happens a lot in litigation support because in litigation support, there's a way of appraising property and you have to pick up that, that ability to service that client. And so because of that, there's only so many people that do that. And because of that, you get to touch on different real estate types. And so it's just always something different. You know, you could be appraising just, you know, something as small as a residential condo. And you could be re- appraising something as large as a uh, high-rise office building. So it's it's always different. And so because of that, it keeps my attention. Every assignment's challenging. I would say, have you, do you have any funny stories about a, like an appraisal? that you've done or like something that's super interesting, like how Marcus has done that 
insane mansion and I don't know about funny, but interesting for sure. Though we've uh, appraised um, a lot of different properties, but one of them that stands out it's uh, it's in, it was in Santa Barbara, um, the area. It's called Montesino, and it's a, they call it the Spaceship House. So they built this this house that's um, that you can't really see it from the satellite. It's it's built underground almost because there's plants on top of it, and it's um, yeah, it's interesting. So it's a to me that was a very interesting house. It's a big house and there's only like two bedrooms there, and it's yeah, it was, it was to me that was the, the most probably interesting um, property that I worked on. That was yeah, yeah. So yeah, that was definitely an interesting. One. It's definitely unique, very very unique property. How do people find you guys? Like for the appraisals, is it just a Google search? Is it usually word of mouth? Is it referrals? You know, a lot of it comes from word of mouth. Um, and, you know, just going to different mixers and, you know, just touching elbows and, and just, you know, creating friends with the client. So also just um, networking. Yeah, and- just networking and just trying to talk to people and, and, you know, and it doesn't need need to be about work. I mean, you obviously want them to know what you do, but, you know, just connecting on a personal level, you know, having a drink with somebody and just, you know, just talking about life and then, and then you just build something from there. So, um, well, what's interesting about that, what Mark is saying now is that, um, we actually went to a mixer and, um, so that's the way we got engaged for, for that, uh, that spaceship house I, w- I was talking about because, um, it was in a, your regular single family house that you go appraise and it's not even your regular $25 million house you appraise because we've appraised properties from, you know, $500,000 to, was it a hundred million dollars? I mean, very expensive houses. So, you know, you got people that could praise, you know, these single family homes, but when they're unique, like the spaceship house, it's not just your typical house. You need to, you know, be be, be creative. So we were at a mixer and um, I remember Marcus was going to get, he was engaged at one point to do some house in like Palm Springs, which was. Um, yeah, that was in Joshua Tree. A uh, Joshua Tree, yeah. yeah. And then they told him, "Oh yeah, you you were gonna appraise that one." And um, and then they're right. By the way, we got this property, and uh, since it was a unique property that not just your typical appraiser could actually work on, you need someone that has some experience, some some knowledge, and and uh, yeah, that's the way that property was was, was engaged. So. Yeah, I forgot about that story, yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, and that particular client was having a difficult time finding somebody to actually appraise it. That knew how to appraise it, yeah. at least. So, yeah, so, and, and we, were, we were engaged to appraise a property in Joshua Tree, and that property was, it's, it's like, it's a, it's, it, if, you're, if you're looking at it from an aerial standpoint, you won't be able to see it because it blends in with the rocks. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so it's a rock house, and actually, it's on Airbnb today. You know, I actually saw it on Airbnb, and it's a pretty generous amount per night yeah. Pretty sure I know yeah. what you're talking about and it's stunning yeah so so um yeah so that one and then it, you know and he goes oh i was trying to engage you on that one so yeah i remember that that's actually i forgot about that but i mean j- just because you have the license to appraise um you know a, i don't know 10 million dollar house or 20 doesn't mean that you have the um expertise yeah. expertise to actually do it so you know you need to have the competency competency to do it and um so yeah, so that's interesting because that's the way that that word of mouth goes. It's like okay, if you guys appraise these, you know, we've appraised these houses on the in, in Hollywood or Beverly Hills, and they're they're off um, 
off a mountain or when they're they have beautiful views stunning views of downtown la and 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 you know since, since they know we've appraised property that way they will reach out like hey you guys appraise this house now we have this one it's a proposed house um it's gonna have a view and so that's how yeah so the word of mouth on those um at least expensive single families it's the way that we've been a case well more marcus um you know have you know we've been engaged that way though engaged yeah i've also noticed being a real estate agent there's um you know the classes are informative but they really the experience of actually being in the field is completely different um and so working with you guys i feel like i have learned so much about valuation mm -hmm. you know and what goes into it and like actual comps and you know it's easy to just you know do a handful of comps, but to actually understand them and why, mm -hmm. it's a whole different, you know, level of understanding and comprehension for uh, that side of it. Yeah, because as a realtor, uh, sometimes you get, you know, or you know, they're 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 giving opinion of value based on comps that a broker is or an agent is actually um, looking at, and an appraiser may not even use any of those those comparables Absolutely. because. Um, they don't make any sense to you know they're 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 definitely not they're, they're not comparable so so yeah i mean you know you're you know you're you're learning in that sense too that you're actually going to be able to help your client out and when you're representing them hey this is you know what actually an appraiser will look you know right. which is the bank is going to rely on as opposed to something that i'm just kind of you know throwing, throwing out generate. there generate or, or system generated comps exactly. too, so yeah. yeah which i had issues with before with a previous client where I didn't feel like the comps that was generated by that, yeah. you know, right. program was accurate. Um, and so I had to do some research myself and yeah. found more accurate comps. The real estate shop came about because, um, so Marcus, I think we were just having dinner at your house. Yeah. And you said, I have this idea. You know, it, what if we started an educational platform and um, we can help the public or even, you know, people in the industry not only you know, learn about these niche topics, um, but also in a way network with each other and be able to, uh, you know, if somebody does have, they, they are looking for that one property, um, but they need help with fractional interest. You know, like we actually know somebody who can help that. And hopefully, you know, like we had John Penner on um, the podcast and we know that he can help with that. Um, and at first I was a little like, okay, Marcus, Marcus is the idea man. He always he has ideas for a lot of things, but I mean, you do have great ideas, Marcus. Well, it was a collaborative of between you and I. We collaborated on this together because I was actually thinking a YouTube channel, and that's it. And she was like, "Marcus, uh, I don't know about a YouTube channel. What about a what about what about just going on and doing a podcast? Because you can it, it will service both. We could do both. Yeah, and so I was like, you know, I actually didn't think about that, but yeah, that's so." You know, just, you know, the whole thing about having a good team and, you know, we want to provide education to the public and the public know that, you know, there's a resource here. Um, what type of valuations we do, we do, we, we, we do a lot of different types of valuations, but there's also, um, <clears throat> there's also other things that you may need. You know, I mean, you need a plumber or, right. or, or a painter or, you know. Uh, but also I wanted this podcast to be for people to realize that real estate more information is better. The more information you have, I mean, the less scary real estate can be. And to have, you know, an appraiser come on and explain 
certain things I thought when you were on the podcast with Jack discussing about, you know, what actually adds value to a property, Mm -hmm. you know, and maybe like if you want your home to get the amount of money or do you want it to sell fast, like where to put that money? I think that is, I mean, so interesting for somebody who, I mean, might have not any idea how to do things um, like that, so... Yeah, so Marcus does definitely got some 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 good ideas though. So <laughs> some of them not. So sometimes great. I don't like to sometimes admit so that, and I might just whisper it, you know, to myself. But yeah, just so you know who we are, Jose's a licensed broker, Marcus is a licensed broker, and Ari is a licensed real estate agent. <clears throat> He's also a certified general appraiser, and I'm also a certified general appraiser with some designations. So you know that's who that this is who is um, this, behind the mics. Yes. Yeah, you know that's why it brings back to one of the one of the reasons why I did not want to come back working with Marcus until I was actually until I was able to say those things because you know I didn't want to be I didn't want to have you know to help a customer out or client out you gotta have the knowledge and education for it and um, you know that takes you can't just you know just um, you know wake up one day and, and just say I'm gonna do that so. So yeah, that's why it took me a couple of years to actually kind of get going here because I wanted to make sure I had had the, um, the, the education and the knowledge to be able to, you know, help these client or help Marcus out with these complicated assignments and not just, you know, um, sit there and look at him, work on it. So I wanted to be able to add some value to that. So Yeah. Period. I love working with you guys. It's really. Yeah. So Ari is great. learning about, about. Retail, office, industrial, all the subtypes underneath that. For example, industrial, you got cold storage, you got you got distribution, you got contractors' yards, you got. Yeah. I mean, we're working on in Tesla yards. Even yes. it just it's incredible. Yes. So yeah, there is a lot of different real estate types. Well, now I go past an empty building and I'm counting the parking spaces and yes. and thinking about how much that adds to the value of that. And we also building. provide services for fractional interest. Um, so it's just a lot of different real estate types that we've been doing over the years. And um, Jose's been doing this for about a decade. I've been doing this over two decades. And and so you get to see a lot of different real estate types. We also, you know, Jose and I both worked at Carriers International for, I was there for, for almost for seven years and CBRE for a number of years. And so, um, <clears throat> you know, Every time when you work for a big shop like that, you you know you just see everything come across your desk. Um, so it's been a very exciting journey, and um, excited you know, to see where this takes us yeah. too. We're excited to see where this takes us for sure. So if you are listening and you have a question about um, anything in regards to real estate, it could be mortgages, appraisals, transactions, whatever you name it, complicated. Um, you could send us an email at info at the real estate shop, ca.com. Uh, you could also email me, Jose or Marcus, Ari, Jose or Marcus at the real estate shop, ca.com. And we'd be happy to either, you know, answer it on the podcast or answer it through an email. So. Yeah. Excellent. All right. Well, thank you. No, thank you guys. This you has did. been yes. a fun journey. 